So we're week seven into our study, and I figured out that we're just anxious about a lot of things, right? We've talked about how we get anxious when there's chaos in the storms, when we find ourselves dealing with resources, retirement, reputation, when we deal with all of those issues related to finance. Last week, we talked about what happens when there are issues around physical health, but it wouldn't be a good study on anxiety if we didn't talk about another fear, which according to a study by Chapman University, a lot of people have, and that is the fear of death. In the latest survey that Chapman University did, 29.2% of Americans are afraid of dying, and 58.6% of Americans are afraid of people I love dying. So people are afraid of death. And I find myself thinking about it a lot. I've mentioned to you in a couple of our studies that my dad passed away earlier this year. And so I've been thinking about death a lot. Um, and it's not something that I personally have a fear about. But what I love is that Jesus knows that it's an area of anxiety for a lot of people. And so in doing that, I think as we look to the Prince of Peace, he gives some of the clearest, most direct words of comfort as we think about the anxiety that might come with death. So let's take a look at how he describes it as we go into our study this week. Lord, we just love you and we're grateful for the chance to be together and realize that death is an opportunity for us to enter your presence in a very different way. You give us the promise of heaven. You give us the hope of heaven. But Father, death can still be scary. It just seems so final. And so I pray, Lord, that as we look at the words that you gave us to comfort us around death, that we would claim that and that we would realize that this opportunity we have to serve you on earth is a great one, but we are going to experience such a great joy in heaven because it's perfectly prepared for us. So we thank you for this chance to be together. In Jesus' name, amen. So John captures these words of Jesus so directly as he takes on the issue of death directly. And we're going to look at just a few verses this week, but they're so powerful in all of the ways that we can think about the reasons we don't have to be anxious about death. So let's jump to John 14. We're going to go to verse 1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Now, this is being said right after um, Jesus had predicted Peter's denial. And so there's already talk, right, of a lot of the things that are going to happen. Certainly death was on Jesus' mind. But what's so great about this first verse in John 14 is he just lays it out there. He lays it out there that the reason that we don't have to be anxious about death is because Jesus is completely trustworthy. If we believe in God and we believe everything that he said he'll do for us and we can look at his promises in our life, we can look directly to Jesus to have that same promise and we can trust in him because what he says is true. And the reason we know what he says is true is we have God's word to look at. We have those words that he's given us where we can look and point at the ways that he has given us examples of the things that he's going to do in our life, the chance that he gives us to be able to see him at work, and the way that his providence plays out in what he says. And so we can claim that everything that we've looked at in the past, everything that we'll look at in the future that comes through the filter of what Jesus tells us he's going to do, he will deliver on that. I thought it was interesting about a week ago, I was driving in the car and on one of the Christian radio stations, they asked people to call in and give the Bible verse that brings them the most comfort. And one of the callers called in and said, my favorite Bible verse is this too shall pass. And I thought about that and I said, that's not in the Bible anywhere. And so I looked it up and it wasn't, it's like a, a Persian verse. 
Um, but it's interesting that someone claimed that. Well, you all, we can claim truth because we know what Jesus said if we use our Bible to be able to do that. So I just want to invite you, whether it be in this study or going forward, get to know God's truth by what Jesus says. Claim that it's true, spend time in it, understand what he would tell us. And in doing that, we get an entirely different source of comfort that will allow us to live through the anxiety, especially when it comes to death. Because death is unknown. It does seem so final. We don't have a clear picture of what it looks like. There isn't a point-by-point description of it when we look at the scriptures. But when we look at how Jesus describes it here, we can claim it as a source of comfort because we know that what Jesus says is true. So we can have a comfort in the anxiety of death because we know that what Jesus says is true. But let's look specifically at the fact that we can also claim that we don't have to be anxious about death because Jesus is preparing a place for you and for me. Let's look at verse two. It says, my father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? Heaven is a physical place. We have visions of heaven that we've been given about clouds and harps and angels. But what I see and what I'm so reminded of when I read this is that heaven is a physical place. For those of us who are builders or those of us who are interested in real estate, when it talks about Jesus telling us that God has a house with many rooms, I believe that that's literally true. And one of the things that has brought me the most comfort over the last few years is a little book that was written by Anne Graham Lotz called Heaven. And when she talks about heaven, she really centers in on this word that heaven is perfectly prepared for us. And it is so comforting to me because God knows us. He knows our preferences. He knows our likes. He knows the things that bring us joy. And so I believe that as we think about heaven, that if God is preparing a place for us, if he's putting it in his house, that place is perfectly prepared for us. It will take into account the things that we enjoy. It will take into account our preferences. And I really believe that if we claim that heaven is a physical place that we go to when we die, it will be a place that when we look around, we sit there and we go, this feels like me. I like this place. Now, I don't imagine, right, the grandeur and the glory of what it will be like to be there. But if I believe that Jesus is trustworthy and I believe that heaven is a place prepared for me, the kinds of experiences that I'll have in heaven, because it's a physical place, will be something that will give us a sense that it was uniquely prepared for us. So I look forward to going to heaven because I feel like that will be something that was prepared for me. It's not something that causes fear or trepidation or something that I don't know what it'll look like because I think that when I get to heaven, it will feel comfortable because Jesus is the master builder. He's the master creator. If he was able to create the world the way he did, and we know that he's preparing a new heaven and a new earth for us, I really do think that as he prepares a place for us, it will have those unique characteristics, those unique qualities that make it feel comforting and welcoming, and that we'll look at heaven and we'll say, this isn't a place I've got to fear, but it's a place that I love to call home. So Jesus allows us to not have anxiety to death because we can trust everything he says. We also know that we don't have to have anxiety about death because Jesus is preparing a place for us. But what I appreciate even more is that he's preparing that place for us so that he can bring us there. And so if we go to verse three, it says, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me 
that you also may be where I am. Jesus is not building this great mansion, this great house for us, for us to leave the room empty. He wants us to be there with him. And if we look at verse three, it says that whether we go there um, after death or whether he comes back and brings us to heaven, right? He wants us to be with him where he is. He wants us to be in that physical place. And Jesus's plans for us include that redemption, that ability to bring us back to that place where he is. And so death becomes this opportunity to be a transition for us, to get to that place, to be with Jesus where he is, where we can worship him and we can serve him and we can live in communion with others that are there, to be able to live a life that's just centered around Jesus. And I can't imagine how great that will be. To just think about the fact that all of these anxieties, all of these things that we've talked about just start to melt away, right? The concerns that we have in this world start to melt away because we have the opportunity to be in that perfect place where Jesus is to really live our lives centered around him. And that comfort of knowing that it's not just that we have an opportunity to be there, but he wants us to be there with him, right? I sense that when he talks about that, that fact that he's coming back to get us so that we can be with him where he wants us to be. Jesus wants us in heaven, right? He wants to fill heaven up with people who know him and trust him and believe in him. And in his sovereignty, if he chooses us to be in heaven with him, he is going to aggressively pursue us to the point that we can be there with him. You know, I like to be pursued. I... I I think about the fact that whether it be in a new job or whether it be in a situation that I'm in, it's much nicer, right, when somebody comes after us and says, hey, I want you to be a part of this company or, hey, I want you to take advantage of this opportunity or, hey, I want you to be a part of this friend group, right? It's not nearly as rewarding if we're always the ones who are having to plot and scheme and figure out kind of where we're going to go. It just feels a whole lot better if somebody is willing to come and say, hey, I want to pursue you to be a part of this. Well, in verse three, Jesus says, I'm going to pursue you. I'm going to come back and bring you to this place that I've created just for you. And so that's not something that causes anxiety. That's something that causes anticipation and excitement. And so if we can claim that promise that he is going to have a plan to bring us to him and that heaven is that way that we can be with him, that we can be centered in him, that is a great cause for joy as we think about what life looks like after death. So you can tell I'm excited about heaven. I'm excited because I believe what Jesus says is true. I believe he's preparing a perfect place for us. I believe that he is going to pursue us and he's got the plan to get us to heaven. But you all, what I want to just end with is the reason we don't have to be anxious is that Jesus gives us the recipe and the formula for making sure that we're there. When he pursues us, he tells us what needs to be done for us to be able to get to heaven. And that's just to follow him. So let's go to verse four where it says, you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And then Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the Father except through me. The reason that we don't have to be anxious about death is Jesus has provided the way. He has chosen us. He has come to earth to sacrifice through his death on the cross. He has risen again. 
And we have the hope of heaven because of that resurrection. And the fact that Jesus provides that way for us, he gives us that way. We don't have to guess how to get to heaven. We don't have to imagine how to get to heaven. We can look at his word and know that that way is so clearly paved out for us that we can just choose to follow him in submission and realize that he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. And so I just want to ask you, are you anxious about death because you don't know the way? Are you anxious about death because you have kind of gotten a a sense of what it takes to get there? I could be a good person or I can do it on my own strength, but you haven't claimed the real way to get to heaven. And that's just following Jesus. And there's no more direct or more important question that we can ask throughout this whole study other than, do you know Jesus is the way? Do you know Jesus as the truth? Do you know Jesus as the life? And have you assented to the way to say, Lord, yes, I'm willing to get on that way because I trust in you, I follow you, and I know that the hope of heaven is available to me because I've trusted you to be my Savior and my Lord. Again, everything else is inconsequential. Every anxiety that we feared, we can deal with it. We can look to Jesus for help. We can look to Jesus for a way to be able to deal with the problems in our life. But if we haven't done business with God and gotten to the very basic premise that the most important thing that we can do is choose to follow that way, and that way is Jesus, then we can really celebrate the true hope of heaven today as we live on earth and know that that's what we have to look forward to, and also as we look to eternal life. So think about that, men. Make sure that not only you have wrestled with that question, but look around at the people sitting next to you in these groups, sitting at home, sitting in your offices, and ask yourself, if I'm so sure that Jesus is trustworthy, if I'm so sure that heaven is a place that I can look forward to because it's prepared and because Jesus has planned for us to be there, can I also claim that one of the responsibilities that we have is to help people see the way? help people understand that that is the promise of heaven. That if we have that relationship with him, if we have that belief in him, we will find ourselves confident and comforted that even in death, we have the promise of eternal life. That's the best message that I can give you. And it's the best message that we can have to live lives that are sure and that are strong and that are always aware that the real promise of dealing with problems on this world are nothing to do with us, but it's just centering in and claiming that relationship with our Prince of Peace. Oh, I hope you have it. And I hope that you are ready to experience the hope of heaven when it comes. Am I anxious about death? I'm not. Jesus is trustworthy. Jesus has prepared a place for us. He's planning for us to be there with him if we will choose to follow the way that he has prepared for us. Our Prince of Peace.